<laughs> In a world surrounded by darkness, One Church's youth ministry created a podcast with the intent to arm our students for world takeover. These episodes are geared to show you a better way, God's way, because God's way is better. What did Jonah's family say when he told them about what happened before reaching Nineveh? Mm. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Sounds fishy. <laughs> why did I not get that? That's so good. <laughs> okay, uh, why couldn't the Israelites initially enter the promised land? I'm not good at jokes. Okay, I actually don't <laughs> understand this one. Okay, it wasn't the pinky promised land. What? <laughs> I don't get it. Do you get it? Does that mean the promise didn't count because it wasn't a pinky promise? <laughs> I mean, that doesn't make sense either because yeah, it was wow. still the promised land. <laughs> they yeah. just didn't go in when they thought know. they were going to. Weird. Okay, anyway, um, that one didn't count. So next one. Oh what goodness. did the classmates <laughs> say when asked why they kept walking next to the same person at school? This is really cute. <laughs> I'm really not good at jokes. Me wow. either. It's okay. I have no idea. I was told I'm supposed to walk by faith. <laughs> like the kid's name is Faith. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> if you didn't recognize that laugh, <laughs> we've got Beth <laughs> on the podcast today. Hi, guys. <laughs> so Beth has been on before. You were on the social media episode. No. Yes. Yeah, you were. Yeah. With Macy. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, so long-time listener, second-time guest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but today we're going to talk about, we're going to just go more in-depth about what you preached on last night, which when you're listening to this may or may not be a couple days later. <laughs> um, but you talked about the gifts of the Spirit. Yeah. So we're going to just dive a little bit deeper into that topic and hopefully we'll have a good time. All right. Sounds good. First thing that you talked about last night was how you grew up not like not in a a home or whatever that talked about the Holy Spirit. So like the Holy Spirit was just something that you were like, that's just a name that we say or, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. So I was curious or I guess, will you explain what that was like when you first came upon the Holy Spirit and you were starting to like figure out how to build a relationship with him. Like what did that feel like and what types of things did you struggle with? And I don't know, like what questions did you have? Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't remember a specific time of like, um, just like being introduced, mm -hmm. like having it be a one-time thing. I think yeah. it was honestly really gradual yeah. of just like, hearing about the Holy Spirit through really pretty much at eternity. I think yeah, I might I have like gradually say. like learned a little bit prior mm -hmm. to that as I was like church yeah. hopping, trying to find a church again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but I really didn't yeah. still like yep. know much or hear much yeah. until coming to eternity. And yeah. then I think it was still gradual. Yeah. Um, okay. and I think, 
You've been at Eternity for six years. Six-ish. Ish. It might okay, be cool. seven now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not good at keeping track of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I think my biggest hang-up mm-hmm. in my process of learning about the Holy Spirit would be feeling as if I have to have it all figured yeah. out mm-hmm. all at once. Yeah. Um, because that's something I struggle with in yeah. every area. <laughs> um, I like to know all the things. And if I don't, I don't yeah. want to talk about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think um, that's like a common thing amongst type A people. I think you might be right. Because <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think um, it was just like gradual, like... Mm-hmm. I'd see something or experience something and yeah. maybe in the moment not realize it was the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But then like hindsight or mm-hmm. someone would say something right. that made it click that it was like, oh, yeah, that mm-hmm. was the Holy Spirit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think um, most people are introduced to the Holy Spirit as like, oh, it's that feeling that like, you know, nudging and you're, yeah. like you get all like hot and sweaty for a second. It's like a spike of energy or something like that almost and like that's how people identify but I think I think even I was in this like ballpark of people who's just like the Holy Spirit just does things to Mm -hmm. me not that it that the Holy Spirit is someone who I build a relationship with yeah and I think like my mom talks about the Holy Spirit growing up but not but I didn't know anything about the gifts of the Spirit okay like until probably I also came to eternity maybe like little bits and pieces of just hearing random stuff but not like probably honestly that probably looked like doubt from like my side of things Mm. like you hear things like in the news or on a podcast or in a movie or something like that and I think people associate them with like cult things yeah when when once you start learning about them and figuring out what they are and like how much power the Holy Spirit has, you're like, oh, that's super cool. But that didn't really click with me until like within the last, you know, couple of years. Yeah. I think I also thought, so now I have to have a relationship with three different people. Like I have to like, <laughs> you know, like I, now I have to talk to God and I have to talk to Jesus and I have to talk to the Holy <laughs> Spirit. Just seems like really overwhelming, but even as I've like listened to like Connor pray or, you know, what, who, whoever is praying. Yeah. You might be like, dear God. And then in the middle be like, Holy spirit, take over. Yeah. And then at the end you might say something like in Jesus name, you know, like it's just one person, but they're just have these three super powerful, like amazing things that help us in our everyday life. Yeah. So I think from, originally being like oh my gosh I gotta add two more people or (laughs) another person or something like that to now being like oh well that's super cool because now I just am covered you know yeah yeah so that's kind of I guess my up till now journey (laughs) of the Holy Spirit love that (laughs) yeah yeah okay so um I'm I'm kind of like, I was trying to think of like, what types of questions do our students have about the Holy Spirit? Um, 
And I think for a long time, like I had a couple of conversations last, I don't even know when was, do you remember when Connor preached on the gifts of the Holy spirit last, like as a whole, it was like a topic. Mm. It's been no. a, it's been a little I'm not sure. bit. I don't know. I remember having small groups after that and there were just like so many questions yeah. about all of like what they all are. So I thought it was cool that you were able to go into what each of them are. They could write them down. Yeah. And then there was like a little bit of, you know, description about each of them. So this might have been the first time that some of our students have heard what all of those gifts are. And I think the first thing that I think about is that's a lot of gifts. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then <laughs> like, why would I... Well, like, why would I desire all of these? Yeah. And uh, and are they supposed to help me? Or are they supposed to help other people? Or are they supposed to help God? Even though that's a weird thing to think about. But let's just talk about, like, why should we desire all of the gifts or any of the gifts? Yeah. Like, why would you even want those? Um, I mean, ultimately, I guess a good way to explain it, I don't know, would be like your parents are going to give you um, a gift and Mm -hmm. you have an option for it to be like a 12 part gift or nine. Um, (laughs) I don't know why 12 came first, but um, more is better, right? Um, Usually. Um, But, and so you have this like option to have Mm -hmm. like, one part gift or a nine part gift wouldn't you want more (laughs) yeah that's fair yeah um it's just honestly like being able to experience more of the holy spirit yeah both in you and through you yeah because he doesn't just want to work in you and he doesn't want to just work through you right yeah that's good Will you explain what you mean by that? Because I think some of our students just experienced that for the first time at camp. What yeah. it meant for them to be like, Holy Spirit, please do something right now. And then for them to feel like maybe a lack of faith in that moment, but then to later find out like, oh, they said something to someone else. So the Holy Spirit was working through them when maybe they were asking the Holy Spirit to work in them. Yeah. Like what is... Th- what does that mean? Um, okay. I'm not sure I fully understand, but I would say, um, if I'm understanding correctly, Mm -hmm. essentially like the Holy Spirit doing something in you would be more of like, maybe he gives someone else a word to give to you Yeah. or you experience his peace. I mean, I know that's Mm -hmm. not like one of the gifts, but like that is definitely something that we experience from the Holy Spirit. For sure. Um, Versus like him working through you would be he um, gives you a word of knowledge mm-hmm. or yeah. the gift of healing and you go and then that benefits yeah. someone else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I, I think that's good. I can't remember. I think it was Landon who part of his camp testimony was like, I just wanted the Holy Spirit to do this but I had the faith to go pray for someone else mm-hmm. and then found out that the Holy Spirit was working through yeah. him, <laughs> which was um, cool to hear that our students are starting to understand the difference, you know, yeah. and like decipher between B 
between the two, you know, different actions. Yeah. Okay. So you talked about first Corinthians 14, one, and I think this just goes hand in hand with why we should desire all the gifts. So, um, it says pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, especially that you may prophesy. This is the gift we are to most desire. And I think that come that pops up a question for a lot of people. Like why, why should we most desire that one? You might not, I don't know the answer to this. You might not either, but Paul says this mm-hmm. a couple times. I think so. Yeah. In for sure. First, possibly second Corinthians yeah. as well. Um, and I just find it interesting. Why do you think he says that? Um, I, I definitely don't have all the answers. Yeah. I don't know all the things I'm willing to admit that, (laughs) um, though I don't like it. I obviously realize it's part of life because I'm not God. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but I think it is the factor of that is what builds the church the most. Yeah. Um, and that is ultimately like the best yeah i mean i feel like there's more but i think that that is like a significant part of it yeah my bible has this cool thing um where it tells you that (laughs) it tells you the introductions to all of the books and so i like often go through and try and figure out like what was going on like if it's you know paul's letter or whatever like what was going on in the church so it says the city of corinth was at the heart of an important trade route in the ancient world like many cities that thrive on trade corinth had a reputation for sexual immorality religious diversity and corruption the church that paul planted there which you can find in acts 18 (laughs) floundered under all these influences and began to divide over various issues. First Corinthians addresses many practical questions dividing the church. Questions concerning such things as spiritual gifts, marriage, food offered to idols, and the resurrection. Paul urged the Corinthians to be unified and to give themselves fully to the work of the Lord. Paul wrote this letter to the Corinthians from Ephesus about AD 55. It's just cool. It says that for every yeah. single thing. But I think it speaks like why I mean I think it's important to always remember like the culture mm-hmm. that was happening at the time throughout the entire throughout the entire Bible but Paul is writing this letter to this church because they're struggling with these things yeah so my thought process behind this which I don't know if this is a correct answer but He's telling them this is the gift we are to most desire because it's going to unify them because they're on, they're not unified. You know, they're like fighting about all these things. They think this cultural thing is okay because it's happening in the culture, but it's not the, it's not a true thing. It's not something that God has called them to, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think the main point, Mm -hmm. at least in this passage is like, it is encouraging. Yeah. So why would you not want to be either encouraged or encouraging? Yeah. You know, because like we and we've talked about on the podcast before, like unwholesome talk. Ephesians 429 talks about building up others. Mm -hmm. I can't think of the word building up others 
for their own benefit. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. So like to me, like that goes hand in hand, you know, like if we're called to encourage, we're called to encourage. And if this is something that's going to encourage people, then why not encourage people? Yeah. (laughs) You know, absolutely like a good Christian thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, being on the topic of, um, like maybe things we don't know about gifts or common misconceptions, like Mm -hmm. things we might've believed, but maybe aren't true. I think there's some things that even I catch myself saying Mm -hmm. that I'm like, Oh, that's not really true. Like that's not. And I think a, a, a common misconception is the Holy spirit gives me or the Holy spirit gives you or the Holy spirit gives Connor this gift. And now this gift is yours and you use Mm. it how you want. But as we were reading, um, the God I never knew, mm-hmm. um, as youth leaders, like yeah. that was a while ago. January. Yeah. Yep. Oh, only Jan. No, two Januarys ago. Was it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, it um, was. Yeah. Yeah. We, I think that was something that I like, I don't know if I'd ever really thought about that before, but I think that I was taught like, this is like a gift that God puts in you. Mm. And I from that study i was like oh that's not correct like and even from the passage um your main passage from last night um all these are empowered by one and the same spirit who apportions to each one individually as he wills Mm -hmm. meaning like you might have um like a word of wisdom tomorrow and then like maybe not like a month or two after that. Is that what you gather from that? Yeah. I mean, it's his timeline, not ours. Mm -hmm. And it's like the thing that stuck out to me when you said that the way you did was Mm -hmm. that, um, the misconception is like, it's my gift. Mm -hmm. So that's ultimately like making it about us. And that's like, obviously not the goal. Yeah, for sure. It's, um, the Holy Spirit, and yeah. He's the one that should be getting the credit. Like mm-hmm. it's to give God glory, yeah. not to give us glory. Yep. So I think that is kind of more of like a, it's a misconception, but mm-hmm. also like just a like a heart posture, yeah, for sure, shift mm-hmm. too yeah. of like, I want these gifts. Yeah. I want mm-hmm. to operate in this the fullness yep. of the Holy Spirit, what He has for me, mm-hmm. so that. God can get glory. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if we were to choose like, oh, well, I'm going to have this gift today right. mm-hmm. and tomorrow I'm going to have that one yeah. and I'm going to do it on yeah. my own terms. <laughs> um, yeah. God would probably not get a lot of glory from right. that. Yeah. And it just like completely takes away the idea of like the reason that the Holy Spirit uses us is because we don't know. right like (laughs) it's not our plan yeah exactly so um it's it's just funny that like i had never really thought about that before and i was like oh well that makes a lot of sense you know yeah um okay that actually reminds me of of something so i um we've talked about this before but i i think okay i think the holy spirit used 
uses me in a way that I wasn't aware of. <laughs> it, was, it It's the Holy Spirit. I used to just be like, I have this weird like superpower thing, you know, like it was just like this weird thing that I was like, am I a, am I a psychic? <laughs> Which is ridiculous. But, <laughs> um, but I once, I don't know who I like originally was like, I can just feel like this person isn't okay. Mm-hmm. I just know. And I don't know why I know. I just like, I know they're not okay. And whoever I told, they were like, uh, yeah, girl, that's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it was just like, you know, this, this thing that I was like, oh yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Cause I felt peace. I had an understanding that I was like, I don't know why I have this understanding, yeah. you know? Um, but I have been trying to act on that mm-hmm. when the Holy Spirit like convicts me or let's say I walk into a room and the Holy Spirit is like, Beth isn't okay. (laughs) And I'll go over and I'll be like, Hey, are you okay? (laughs) That's usually what I say because I don't know why you're not okay. Right. I'm just like, are you okay? And I would ask people that. And I was running into this issue where like, maybe I hadn't built up, um, like a, a good enough relationship with that person Mm -hmm. or they were just like not ready to share with me. And I was getting frustrated that I knew that they weren't okay. Yeah. I just knew it. But I couldn't be like, well, I know that you lost your job today. Or, you know, I didn't know why. I was just like, I don't know. They're just not okay. Like something is off about them. And I was talking to Connor about it. And she was like, well, you should pray and you should ask the Holy Spirit for a word of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Because then I could... No, I could be like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> right. See if they will tell me, but then also be like, I know that this is going on. Yeah. And I don't know why I know this is going on besides that I know it's the Holy Spirit who's telling me. And I think he wants me to help you <laughs> or pray for you. Right. You yeah. Know, whatever. So I thought that that was like the first time that I've ever heard that. You should ask the Holy Spirit for that gift. I had yeah. never heard, really heard anyone say that in that in that way where I was just like, I really desire this so that people can be helped. And it wasn't because like, I like, I do want to help them, but like, that's not what it was about. Right. Not so you can just know what's going on with them to know. Yeah. And so that is something that I've been like praying into this last maybe like few months. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't think it's happened yet. I don't know gonna happen on his yeah, timeline yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, i don't know maybe it hasn't i just like i don't yeah. know, I wasn't paying close enough attention but but i just thought that was cool that she just like encouraged me to yeah. to just like pray about that like if you want something what is that verse the desires of your heart he'll give you oh yep i know it but i can't ask think. for is it ask ask for i don't know it's there are two different verses that yeah. are, I'm sure there's probably more than that yeah. <laughs> that aligns with that. But the one you're thinking of is, is it Ephesians? Oh, is it? Oh my goodness. Should I Google it? Yes, because this is clearly one we have neither one memorized. I know, we should memorize it on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what to Google. The desires of desires of your heart 
Bible. Oh, Psalm. No. Oh, yeah. Psalm 37, 4. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Yeah, I was way off. <laughs> I wonder which one. That's a short one. I feel like we could memorize that. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the one you're thinking of. I think I was thinking too more of the perspective of like, um, gosh, I cannot think of the verse, but as we, um, delight in the Lord and, um, like align our hearts with his, Mm -hmm. our will becomes his will. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I Mm -hmm. cannot think of what verse I'm thinking of, Mm -hmm. but there's a verse that explains that more from that perspective. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which I think like so many people, read psalm 37 4 and are like well i want a lamborghini (laughs) but i think when you dive into it and dive into the verse that you're talking about like the desires of your heart if if you are building your relationship with god like the desires of your heart are going to become aligned with his right yeah which is why he will give you the desires because it will be his will yeah so i think most people are just like well, I really want to win the lottery. <laughs> yeah. And that's the desire of my heart, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, they don't take into the uh, account his will. Yes. Yeah. Um, they just like yep. leave that part off. Yeah. That's so funny. Okay. Um, okay. Last, last thing we'll talk about, unless you have any finishing touches. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So your sermon was titled full access. Yeah. And which I love that title because it just is such a visual for like what we need to give to the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So as we continually give full access to the Holy Spirit, let's just recap your four main points and briefly dive a little bit deeper into each of those. So the first one was we choose humble surrender. So what does that look like to you? Like what is Um, so essentially we we humble ourselves because surrender Mm -hmm. is humbling ourselves and Mm -hmm. we say like we just honestly lay our plan and our agenda our ideas all of that yeah at god's feet and say i know that your way is better and i know you Mm -hmm. know what i need yeah better than i do even when i think i know what i need Mm -hmm. i know that you know better yeah what i need so uh, i'm just gonna lay this all at your feet and let you do what you want to do yep so Mm -hmm. you're the one that gets the glory and not me yeah yeah and then um i feel like your second and your third one just to like go it's like step one and step two so the second point was we choose to be available and the third is we choose to be obedient so once you actively are like okay god i'm available to you okay holy spirit i'm available to you then when he gives you something (laughs) you choose to act on it right (laughs) they're just like they just go hand in hand to me like you can't do you can't be like, okay, I'm available. And then when you know the Holy Spirit is telling you to walk up to someone, be like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. You right. Know, yeah. You're just, not available. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if you're not going to be obedient. Right. <laughs> I think sometimes we, we say we're available yeah. and we maybe think we are, but then mm-hmm. when it's something that's like just outside of what we expected God mm-hmm. to ask of us, we're like, yeah. 
actually, yeah. I don't think I'm available anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that, that might be a, too big of a stretch for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then, you know, like we did feel as if we were available, right. but it was like to an extent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It reminds me of, wow, I feel convicted of not knowing Bible verses right now. Um, <laughs> I think it's search me. Uh, mm-hmm. Dangerous Prayers was about this. Yes. Yeah. That um, was in. It's Psalm. It's for sure Psalm. The send me, oh Lord. Mm. There's like the this passage that I'm talking about. David is basically asking, I think one of the most vulnerable things is send me. Yeah. If I'm going to get vulnerable with, with God or like with the Holy spirit and be like, okay, send me wherever Uh you want me to go. (laughs) And then like, let's say God's like, okay, cool. You're going on this mission trip for six months and you're going to sell your house and you're going (laughs) to quit your job and do all the things like that is so scary. Yeah. So like that is you being like, okay, I'm available. And then the second part of this is like, now, once you know, God has asked you something, you have to be obedient at that point because otherwise, do you really want full access to the Holy spirit? Right. Yeah. Which I think just leads into your fourth point, which was partial access leads to partial freedom. So like, and all of the examples that you gave last night were amazing, but you can't be like, okay, I want this. And then when it's offered to you, be like, okay, actually I don't because yeah. it's not going to give you, it's not going to give you freedom. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, so that was honestly, there was like two sections of mm-hmm. points basically, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, that was like, one of the key things that just really stuck with me when I was writing it too was just that, yeah. um, I mean, we just can't say like, we don't get to pick and choose what areas of our lives we give them access to. Right. Yeah. Like we can't, we just can't be willing to only, yeah. Like one of the things I said was be willing to, and like excited to be on stage but Mm -hmm. be entirely unwilling to have a hard conversation with someone who hurts you. Like Mm -hmm. we don't get to pick and choose what areas he gets access to, because if we do that, then we really aren't giving him all of us. We're not surrendering humbly. We're not Mm -hmm. doing, you know, any of those things because we're only choosing what we want to do. And that's not, that's not surrender. And it's not full access. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you're picking and choosing what you're allowing him to do in your life. And yeah. that's, that's just not how it works. Yeah. I liked all of your, your examples. Cause they just, they just make things super real. Um, I think what, I think the one that I thought you were going to say when you were talking about being in a marriage and finances mm-hmm. is so many people have trust issues mm-hmm. and like Daniel and I, I mean, we've never had to set this rule. It's just like a thing that we just know. But like, yeah. he knows my passcode to my phone and I know his. Do we ever use it? No. Not to like spy on each other. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, you we'll don't give it. each other reason. Yeah. To. If we have to. But like, that's just like one of those things where like, if you say like, okay, I fully trust you. 
and then you're just like hiding this like one little cor- weird dark corner in your heart yeah. or whatever like that's kind of the the visual that i think of yeah for that it's a really good visual anywho yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait is that what ian says anywho he says a lot of funny things i think he says anywho i think so yeah i just think it's funny when he says it We'll have to ask him when he comes back from Mm -hmm. vacation. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that was a good deep dive. I just like always want you guys, students, (laughs) to know that like if you have a question about a sermon, whether it's Jesse's or Beth's or Connor's or, you know, whoever it might be that we're always open for questions and we want to deep dive with you. And so, like, one of the reasons that we're doing this today is to show you that we also deep dive. Yeah. (laughs) And it's okay to, and, like, is encouraged to think more about and deeper about topics that we're talking about at church or that you read in your Bible or, you know, something like that. Like, it's good to ask questions. Yeah. That's honestly why I tried to hit on that. I feel like Mm -hmm. at least twice last night of, especially when I was going through the gifts saying, please, if you guys have questions, write them down Yeah. so mm-hmm. that yeah. you can get the answer. Yep. So if you don't write it down, you're probably going yes. to forget. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah. also like, that's what we're here for. We want to answer your questions or yeah. to find the answers, mm-hmm. help you find the answers if we yeah. don't know them ourselves. Yeah. On the topic of taking notes, take notes. Yes. <laughs> and amen. Yeah. Yes. And amen. Okay, cool. Any final thoughts? Hmm. Comments? Questions? I have lots of thoughts, but yeah, <laughs> I think that I gave you yeah. probably enough for one day. So we don't go down a million more <laughs> so rabbit hour long <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, thanks for taking time out of your day to do this of and course. talking to the Utes. We have a super awesome guest, podcast guest, who's coming on um, next week that I'm not going to tell you about, but you're not going to want to miss it. And then um, Caleb, Abby, and Macy did an episode with Leader Jack, and that is the season finale, and it's really fun. So that'll be the end of season three, so make sure that you keep listening and watching, because now we're on YouTube. Okay, that's all. Love ya. Heaps. Deuces, y'all. <laughs> hey. That's so good. Thank you for listening. For more information about this episode, check out the show notes. If you want to stay up to date on all things God is doing at the Wild, follow us on social at the Wild YTH. And if you are in grades 6 through 12 in the Des Moines area, come join us on Wednesday from 6.30 to 8.30 at our Clive campus, Eternity Church Clive in Clive at our Clive campus. Finally, a big shout out to Eternity Church and Pastor Connor for giving us this platform. Thank you.